Welcome to the Geeks Inn, where the geeks are in. My name is Tyler, he's Ryan, and this is episode four. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We got some cool things to talk about today, some things that have been going on for the past couple weeks with us. So join us on this little journey here. Let's start off. Hey, Ryan, how you doing, man? You know, things couldn't be better. Couldn't be better? Yeah. I mean, I've got a one-year-old who's not letting me sleep and keeping his... uh, entire schedule on a a turntable who knows when i'm doing what you know but man it's it's an adventure spontaneous right right it's an adventure right no no she's great i love her she's probably the best thing but uh her mom and i are are a little tired a little tired how well anyone that has a kid out there they they can probably sympathize with you yeah 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 (laughs) Awesome. Uh, how, how things on your end? Uh, not bad, man. You know, like, uh, you know, before the show started, you were talking about um, it was a little difficult for, to to get her to, to go to sleep this weekend. I kind of uh, had that opposite um, thing on Sunday. Uh, for whatever reason, I could not stay awake. I um, was having a, a really hard time with it. And, um, you know, I tried some um, uh, melatonin. Uh, 10 milligrams uh, for the first time on Saturday night just to kind of, you know, I'd been having some trouble kind of sleeping. So I thought, well, you know what, I'm going to, or not sleeping, I should say getting to sleep. I, you know, I am by nature more of a night owl person, but my job really kind of requires me to be up super early. Um, So I was trying to get back into the habit for the last couple weeks of school here. Oh, by the way, I I work at a school if anyone didn't know that. Um, but, um, so I, so I took it and, you know, it, it, you know, conked me out pretty quick, which was good, but I ended up waking up at 4 a.m. on Sunday and mm-hmm. made breakfast. And then I just, I was so tired a couple, you know, by eight o'clock, seven o'clock or whatever, I'm back asleep, wake up like three or four hours later, um, trying to do some work in the office and, I'm getting tired again. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to watch some TV, um, get up, move around. Was not helping. It felt like my eyelids just would not stay open. Ended up going back to sleep, woke up like at eight o'clock at night, made dinner and fell asleep like an hour or two after that. I mean, I, I slept all of Sunday, not to rub it in your face there, Ryan. Cause I know that I you had to live in the dream. I don't know what you're <laughs> complaining about. Yeah, it was, it was not great, man. It really, it really wasn't. I kind of feel like I blew my entire, uh, yeah, I get Sunday. that for sure. So, but uh, yeah, no, hey, um, and you know, you you guys came over on uh, Saturday, so that was fun. We got to kind of hang out, and I made some uh, some um, a Reuben sliders. Oh, those um, were delicious. Were they? Get they were good. Okay, that's good. They were awesome. Um, like I said, I was I was a little worried about. It. I totally forgot to bring out the pickles. Um, you know, you know, with everything else, it was yeah. Yeah, but uh, we got to enjoy our little my uh, some new drinks from the little barista thingy, um, which yeah. is basically uh, like a Keurig for alcohol. 
uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, the, the the Bachelor's Keurig. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I bought it for everybody. It wasn't just for me. No, we're loving it. <laughs> Makes it real easy. You know, hey, if you want a lemon drop real fast, you can make that. So I, I, we still haven't tried out the mocktail feature. Mm, mm-hmm. But I mean, I haven't had a necessity to try out the mocktail yet, but I'd like to one of these days just to see how well it works. Yeah, because I mean, so far, everything we've been getting is uh, pretty good. There's a few drinks um, I wouldn't have again. Um I was not a fan of the Rum Runner. I, I the discovered. Rum Runner was a little rough. But your cousin Caitlin loved it, so she can drink them all then. <laughs> I'll say more power to her. <laughs> She's like, this it is great. It was nice seeing everybody, though. Yeah, yeah it's good to, be, good to be able to hang out in person again. Right. Getting closer and closer to what we used to call normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, man. So, well, why don't we uh, get into some some topics here? Um, you know what uh, what kind of suits your fancy first? What uh, what would you like to talk about first? Well, you, you left me on a little cliffhanger earlier when you mentioned something went on with your vacuum. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so I ended up picking up um, a few weeks ago a robot vacuum cleaner. I got the new Echovax Dbot N8. Pro Plus. It's not sponsored or anything, um, but it's it's their newer vacuum, and I've been really wanting a robot vacuum uh, for quite a while now. And thought, well, you know, I'll get one once I either get new carpet or I put in hardwood floors or whatever. But the deal that they they had on this was pretty good, so I went ahead and picked it up. But um, what was what was interesting about today because it has an auto clean function, so you can kind of set timers for it to automatically. Uh, clean your house or clean sections of your house, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, so I have it set on um, Mondays and Fridays, I think now, or Mondays and Thursdays, something like that, um, to auto clean my house. Well, um, it's definitely one of those things that you still kind of want to pick up things around the house because even though it can go around things and it has smart detection, sometimes it can still get a little confused. And it got a little confused in my office. Um, I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't, uh, pick up my, my MacBook pros charging cable. Okay. Um, so as it runs up through one of the holes in my desk and everything and underneath, um, the, the vacuum, as it was doing one of its turns, ended up getting entangled with it. Didn't, didn't suck it up, just got entangled with it. So started pulling it. So luckily I didn't have the the um, multi-adapter plugged into my computer because it was pulled all the way um, uh, to the grommet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, had it been, it, it could have pulled my entire computer <laughs> off oh, the desk. Um, so I get home and, you know, it's at 20% power because it, you know, it occasionally tried to see if it could wiggle itself out. And then finally it just went to sleep and said, yeah, no, I'm waiting until you, you come move me. So. But the thing's great, just uh, for anyone knows, uh, if you're ever thinking about getting one, um, I do recommend spending a little money on them uh, and get one of the nicer ones and stuff. This one, this one's fantastic. I like it a lot. And, you know, with allergy season right now, it, it, uh, for me, and, and I'm pretty sure you too, Ryan, because you were, you were mentioning oh, right? Um, you know, keeping, you know, especially keeping the carpets kind of clean um, helps dramatically for my for my allergies in the house and stuff like that. So um, just having this thing run, you know, a couple, a couple times a week 
uh, actually helps me to be able to breathe even my own house. Um, even when I try to, you know, I have L, um, air filters and everything else, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's and you can uh, have that run while you're at work. Well, yeah, that's, that's the so, great thing. So it doesn't interfere with you at all. That's yeah, yeah that's nice. And even, even when it's turned on and it's being used, it's actually, it's not that loud, even on its highest setting. It's not that loud to be really interfering if you're watching a movie or something like that. But yeah, I just have it run starting at seven o'clock. Um, and it finishes about at three to do my entire house. And that makes it sound like I have a really big house. It just, it has to go back and charge the battery and that takes a little bit of time. So it can run for about an hour straight vacuuming. Um, and then it, it goes back and charges up and then goes out and does the next room. So uh, to do the whole house takes about uh, eight hours, So which is fine. You know, that's that's what it's for. So it picks up right where mm-hmm. it left off. So Right on. It's a fun little guy. Oh, and it's got an app that you can kind of watch and, and tell it to, like, if you knew people were coming over, let's say you guys were coming over tomorrow or something like that, and you sent a message mm-hmm. to me yesterday i could just say oh okay we'll clean the living room real quick um before i get home so which is cool yeah i've always wanted one but i've got dogs and i don't they don't like the regular vacuum i don't even know how they'd react to one that moves on its own and <laughs> now with the little either her trying to ride the thing or <laughs> that that would actually be kind of cool <laughs> she's still small enough too yeah. so if you want to give her a shot with yours uh no, yeah that's what I thought the the first the first time I decided to to leave it um <laughs> leave it out and everything she was really cool with it to begin with like no no problems or anything like that but um after a little bit she walked right over to it looked at it and goes straight for the power button and I'm mm-hmm. like nope uh, we're taking that away now <laughs> yeah they get pretty uh, adventurous and curious at this age and. Buttons are some of their favorite things because they've learned that when they push them, something happens, and it's different for every button. Yeah, buttons. I are came cool. out. I, I got up the other day, uh, Saturday morning, and my wife was like, "I didn't turn the TV on," and here she is Uh-oh. holding the remote with cartoons on. She's and, figured uh, it out. Yeah, it's it's kind of kind of funny. She recognizes the Roku app on my phone as a remote. Like when I open it, she knows to look at the TV because I'm putting on something for her. Ooh. So they're pretty quick to pick things up like that. So yeah, and I was not, I not was noticing she, uh, found the power button. Yeah, I was noticing too yesterday that she was picking up words that Linnell was saying and stuff. Um, she would say, you know, do you want this? And you know, her she kind of like shake her head, sort of deal. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's coming along, man. Soon she'll be talking and running. <laughs> you know, my my dad had a saying when I was growing up that I got real tired of hearing, but it really strikes home now. Is you spend the first two years teaching them to walk and talk, and the rest of their lives to sit down and shut up. <laughs> and I swear, it's the truest thing I've ever heard now. But you're gonna love every minute of it, man. Oh, it's been a fantastic ride, and I can't wait for more. She's going to be my best friend. So, Well, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something else that happened on Saturday after you guys left. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. And it, it's it's um, how much AT&T sucks. <laughs> um, so 
after you guys left or whatever, I started encountering a, a continuing problem that I've been having at the uh, at the house here. And anyone who's listening, once I describe the the concern, if you feel as though you have a better idea on how to fix this, please feel free to write in to thegeeksin at gmail.com. Thegeeksin at gmail.com. Um, but Ryan, I, I would I would say that you're pretty a tech aficionado, as am I. I mean, that's that's actually my job at at the school that I work at. Um, and I know you do a lot of same things. You you create apps uh, for your company, uh, yep. programs and things like that to, to run like scripts type stuff as well. Um, so I'm going to describe to you what, what has been occurring. And you just tell me maybe two or three troubleshooting stuff that you would try real quick to resolve this. And then if that didn't work, what would be the next thing? So here is what has been happening. Uh, periodically, my devices in my home that are wireless will appear to go offline, will disconnect from the wireless network and not have internet service. I could be on my laptop as an example, typing away, and all of a sudden, boom, my little baseball field of Wi-Fi signal is starting to uh, flash as though I don't have anything. Could be on my phone as well. Uh, Could be on my HomePods as well. Anything wireless in my house. Um, Troubleshooting steps that I've done are... You know, try turning off and on the device. That seems to help. It's the automatic go-to? Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, do that, and, you know, after a few moments, uh, yeah, it seems to reestablish a connection, and uh, we're off to the races again. Um, you know, however, with HomePods, being that they're a wireless speaker that you connect to, um, unplugging and replugging those in on a regular basis is actually quite infuriating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause you can be streaming something from your phone or your computer music that you're listening to or a podcast or something like that. And all of a sudden the speaker just stops playing it yet. It's still running, but it's, it's not, you know, it's not actually producing sound outwards until you have to go over there, unplug it and replug it in because it's dropped from your wireless network. Um, so that's some other troubleshooting stuff that I've done. Um, let's see, I've, uh, at least on my laptop, I've completely, uh, removed the wireless network settings completely and reestablished a brand new one just to see if something goofy happened. Right. Um, I've restarted the wireless router that AT&T gave you. Um, now here's the funny thing on that. When I do that, everything immediately starts working lickety split for quite a while and then it stops working after a while i do have an extender on my network that's about 45 to 50 feet away uh, that is only used in my bedroom just because uh, where my bed is that's where the signal kind of stops okay um any other troubleshooting steps that you might uh, suggest i mean I know where your router and everything is, so you can't get much more centralized than that. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's on the, I, I, I'm using <clears throat> my entertainment uh, center is, as technically speaking, a, um, oh shoot, what are they called? A, a couch back table or whatever it's called. Like mm-hmm. typically you'd put it behind a couch, but it works perfectly well. So it's at the bottom. So there's, there's a lot of open space. 
uh, sitting yeah, next to it. Have much interference yeah. there. Sitting next to it, about a foot and a half or two feet away, is a Apple TV, um, which also will get disconnected periodically. Um, about half a foot away from that is a um, Philips Hue Smart uh, Hue uh, connector. So, because you know, I have smart bulbs in my house. Mm-hmm. And then right next to that is a Nintendo Switch. So, my fourth time calling AT&T for the resolution to this, because each time they said, well, we'll just restart your router. Oh, there's a firmware update. Oh, there's a router update. Oh, let me send you an extender, because I do see that things are dropping off your network. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, I mean, if you're just going to send me a free $50 extender, I'll take it so that I have internet that reaches, you know, my bed in my bedroom. Um, You know, but that's not the issue. So I call this guy. And, um, you know, here's where I get, here's where I get frustrated with stuff is you can walk, like, as I'm trying to explain to this guy what the concern is, like what's happening, he's, he's waiting to respond, right? Mm -hmm. He's not, he's not listening to me, um, or excuse me, he's not hearing me. He's just listening to wait to, for the response. Um, so the moment that I say I have an extender up, there's your problem. And then just focused in on that the whole time. And so everything I did for the first like 15 minutes of us on the phone was resolving the extender, which had nothing to do with the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, then he said, oh, well, this Philips Hue, you know, is another wireless router. Not understanding what I was trying to tell him that it's a smart hub uh, sort of deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Then he fixated on that. And when trying to, to resolve that issue over and over again. And, you know, he's like, do I have your permission to open the, the ports um, to the router for this Philips Hue, knowing that this could make your network vulnerable? And I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you, no, what are you talking about? That's not what, I mean, so every, every question in this conversation was a leading question to get him um, to an answer he wanted to try to solve, you know, as oh, to yeah. what could be the problem. Now, yeah, I've called, off a script. yeah. And I even told him this. I go, look, man, I realize you have to run through a script of troubleshooting stuff. I get that. I understand that. And to make it clear, I work in IT. I go through a similar step process in my head as I'm trying to solve stuff with folks. So I understand this. I'm trying to save both of us time and explain to you what I've already done, what I've already done with your past associates, and what's not working. Now, at, at, at the end, you know, and... At, at, well, I should say towards the middle of this conversation, I said, look, I'm to the point now where I'm thinking about dropping the service altogether and going back to Comcast at crap. Um, because at least with Comcast, um, you know, I, none of my devices got disconnected. I might not have the, you know, the best speeds in my area and might not have, you know, luckily I, I have fiber um, yeah. where I'm at, which is awesome, especially when, you know, we had to work from home. Um, and I, I got that service. It was, you know, very helpful to help students and teachers and be able to have, you know, Google Meet sessions going on full on. Um, you know, I was able to host big events through my network um, mm-hmm. with our entire school, which was great. But I'm almost to the point of willing to drop it simply for the fact that I can keep all my devices connected to the Internet. True. <laughs> so um, at the end of this conversation or whatever, 
um, you know, he's, he's talking to me, you know, it's like, you know, do you, uh, do you have any other questions? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, yes, no. Okay. Like, cause I was done with the conversation. What was so, oh, yeah. which was so weird was he didn't offer to replace the router to, to rule that out as a possibility to mm-hmm. upgrade the router to, you know, change something else. He just kept saying, you need to move, you need to move the extender farther out. Well, I'm, I'm actually at its limit. Oh, oh, Okay. Well, disconnect the um, disconnect the Philip Hughes because you know it, it could be interfering with it. I'm like, bro, it's farther away than it, it was with any other router that I've ever had before. Um, well, yeah, but it can't be their product's problem. It's got to be right. something you're doing. Yeah, and the other thing too is he kept he kept going on about the two four two point four network, and I'm like, dude, bro. Everything that's on my network, ex, you know, except for the the Philips Hue, is on a five G mm-hmm. network. It's it's on uh, it's on the five G network. So, are you telling talk me about that for a second? Yeah. How all the smart bulbs and everything can't run on the five uh, gigahertz? Like, I have had to buy and return so many smart bulbs because it won't work with our internet. Because you won't turn on the two point four. D- our AT and T router won't do two point four. Oh. It only puts out five. Well, we don't you know, have dual, and they won't give us one. I think. Wait, why won't they give you one? Because this one is the newer model. Oh, well, you don't want to. They won't downgrade. You, you want the newest one, don't you? Right, sir, yeah. sir. You you want the newest? You can't have a a cheaper one. Um, that is a little weird. I do understand yeah. why smart bulbs are on two point four. It's because the the signal can carry farther. I understand sure. that. Um, but the fact that AT&T wouldn't give you... Wait, it is AT&T? It's AT&T. Okay. Won't give you a different router is kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, you're the customer. It's like, look, in order for my stuff to work, I need this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what we're saying is AT&CE sucks, guys. Um, so there. Uh, AT&T, if you're listening, uh, do better. Because it's rather annoying. Because my next phone call is going to be Send me a new router or drop my service, and I am not paying the late termination fee because if I can't get internet on my devices, what's the point of having your service will be my argument. So, awesome. Well, hey, uh, now that we've done uh, enough little uh, uh, guffing, uh, uh, griefing, and stuff. Why don't we get into our main topic, which uh, I'm super excited about. Uh, the, the moment you <laughs> wrote this down, man, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a great topic conversation piece. Um, super excited. I see what you did there. Yeah. Ryan, what, what is it? What are, we, what are we talking about today? What are, we, what are we getting into as our main topic? So, you know, we've been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe since, I, I mean, if you really want to go back to the X-Men movies, the early 2000s, but the MCU proper, what, 2008 was Iron Man? Was it eight or six? Yeah, one of those. But so, you know, it's it started big. It started bringing in a big crowd and ones that weren't, you know, the comic book nerds. It was broad appealing. And then we got the DCU. And now we're seeing a lot more just flooding in of these superhero shows and movies being put out by Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, just, all merch starting to get in the game. Just today, we got the uh, the teaser for the Eternals by Marvel, which looks so, fan- amazing. But yeah, go did, ahead. Did you watch it? As I, someone who doesn't watch trailers, 
I watched. Did you, are, did you watch it? I watched it because it said it was a teaser. Okay, and it was not okay, a teaser. You, but uh, it, was, it was a teaser. It didn't give away anything that trailers normally would. It was much, much sure. more a teaser. Well, it wasn't. A we'll get into that. To- we'll get into the topic of a teaser and trailer in another episode. <laughs> But, like, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. I love these types of, you know, this genre, the super genre. Yeah. It doesn't have to be modern. We're seeing stuff like uh, the uh, the Irregulars, the Nevers, uh, set back in Victorian times. Uh, there was the one you were talking about. Was it Shadow and... Shadow and Bone? Shadow and Bone? Shadow and Bones on Netflix, right? Yes. <clears throat> you know, it, it's... Maybe more magically inclined, but it still seems like there are people in the world that are normal, and there are people with superpowers. Yeah, avatarish and, uh, feeling. Yeah. So, I'm loving it. I, I, I watched through Jupiter's Legacy. Was it good? It was okay. Do I want a second season? Absolutely. Invincible was great. So we're seeing, you know, small IPs, new IPs coming in. But it's all at once. Are we getting flooded? Are we getting overwhelmed? Are we going to get bored with superpowers? Are we going to get bored with superhero movies? What's it going to mean for the bigger franchises like the MCU and the DCU? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what. That's that's a really great question because you know, uh, ever since you put this this into our show notes, I'd, I'd been kind of talking about it. Actually, I brought it up at work a little bit with uh, some folks just to see kind of what their take was and. Um, you know, as they, as we were talking, you know, it kind of dawned on me to kind of say, you know, Hey, are we in the, you know, to use a comic book reference uh, here, are we in the golden age of the, of the, um, superhero genre of, you know, of meta, you you know, uh, just, you know, of media across the board where we're being slammed with it. Um, you know, is it, is it the golden age or is it the silver age aspect um, and are, are we going to be seeing a decline because of a, a quick, a sharp decline that people just kind of like get overloaded with it? Cause I'll, I'll admit, you know, uh, don't get me wrong. Like right now I'm like, Oh, give, give it to me. I want it all. Uh, I want to yeah. see everything. Um, but there are times, you know, even when I know, for example, uh, Jupiter legacy, I haven't watched a single episode on it. Not that I don't want to. It's just like, nah, I think I'd rather watch the Nevers or, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, maybe I'll, I'll fall back on a Star Trek episode real quick. And cause it's, I don't want to start something new, um, mm-hmm. that I might get into. Um, yeah, I think you, I think you bring up a really interesting, uh, point here is, um, you know, especially kind of with the, the end of the, the big, uh, the big phase of the Marvel movies, um, yeah. you know, with the, with the part two there. Um, it did kind of, kind of bring a, uh, slam door, um, kind of, kind of feel that, you know, oh my gosh, like, ugh. um, what was great though, was that we had the Spider-Man, um, far from home kind of, yeah. um, hit right after that. So it kind of helped it to continue going. Um, uh, we've seen, you know, obviously, um, WandaVision and, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, like continue continue mm-hmm. that storyline, which has been great to keep us, you know, uh, satiated. Uh, Loki coming up, Loki here. coming up, yeah. And until we get, you know, um, uh, Black Widow, I think is Black the next Widow. real movie, mm-hmm. right? And then we yep. have, um, oh shoot, is it um, the multiverse? 
Or is there another uh, one before I think that? Shang Chi. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. I, I don't know. What's what's your what's your take? Do you feel that we're getting oversaturated and that we're gonna we're getting to burnout status? I think your average moviegoer consumer is definitely gonna hit a, a, an apex here very shortly, and it's gonna start to burn out, and it's gonna affect the people who, like me, want to just take it all in all the time. Yeah, because some of those people are the people you want to go see them with, right? Right. Just their energy and excitement for it can get other people who aren't necessarily all that into it hyped for it. It's just fun to go see these movies as a group. That's another thing I think that might have taken a big hit on the bigger franchises is the, you know, the pandemic has slowed that, you know, the process down. Marvel was putting them out one right after another pretty much. And it's been a while since we've had a, a, a release of an actual movie. And I think that's going to slow it down, which might be a good thing for the MCU, you know, going a little slower than they were. Yeah. I mean, one could kind of argue that uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision were, were really just a um, extended movie since some of the episodes, you know, are only oh. like 20 minutes long, 20, 25 I, minutes long. <laughs> the, the Falcon Winter Soldier was absolutely a movie broken up into smaller episodes. pieces. Yeah. Um, as far as the WandaVision goes, I think that was a little more episodic for. Which, the, if anyone hasn't seen it, that's exactly what it's supposed to be. Spoiler. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be for the show. Like, yeah. it could have been a movie, but it fit the essence of the show so much better to be chopped up like it was. Man, when but, it gets to some of those later episodes, it totally makes sense. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. It's so awesome. But one of the things I like are we're not seeing clones of movies and shows. We're seeing pretty diverse superhero or powered individual um, type shows. The Nevers and Irregulars are a little close with their time periods. Um, Invincible's animated. Jupiter's Legacy, it, it has some some Justice League and... Avengers feel to it as there's a team of people, but it goes different places and plays on different heartstrings. Can, can I pose so, a question? Yeah. So you have Invincibles, uh, Jupiter Legacy, um, and the boys, right? Ooh. Okay. I didn't even, the boys have been around for a little while. I forgot yeah. about them. So Ooh, we're getting another season. So season. those three right there, would you say that, because uh, you had just mentioned, like, you're not really seeing similarities, but. As someone who has not watched um, any of Invincible or Jupiter Legacies and only like two episodes of The Boys, um, would you say that those three, just just from their marketing perspective, I've, I they see those have, as similarity, but are they? They, they, they? they are. They have a similar tone. Um, they're definitely not the family-friendly, you know, PG-13 uh, superhero shows you'll be watching in the theaters. Um, Invincible gets away with a little bit more because it's animated, so there's a little mm-hmm. bit difference there. Um, Jupiter's Legacy, I really wish I liked it more. Um, it had some interesting things. It has a unique take on everything, um, on how they come into their power and the world they're in, and I can't wait to see how they develop on that more. Whereas the boys, you're getting a much bigger picture where there's 
corporations in charge of powered individuals. And it's... I mean, yes, you're seeing the same big group of heroes here to save people. They're famous for doing it. There's similarities there. But you could say the same for X-Men and Justice League, but they're a vastly different, you know, taste. So Invincible's got the animated, and it's more individuals um, that you're focusing on the story of. Okay. The Boys is definitely your higher concept, um, you know, the analogies between their world and ours. You can pull, you know, corporations and government, you know, all that kind of stuff. Whereas the irregular or the Jupiter's legacy is more of a family core kind of uh, feel to it. So, yes, it's all superheroes. It's all powered individuals. But they all have little differences and nuances that make it seem like you're not watching the same show. Hmm. So they're doing it well. At least. Okay. Um, the Nevers is a little different. It's not so much uh, superheroes as so much as uh, gifted by, I don't want to spoil things, but powers are bestowed on a certain people. And they have powers, like superheroes, but it's in Victorian era. They're a little more how X-Men was portrayed, where they're, they're powered, they're kind of scary, but they're also not us. So it's, it's, there's, there's, uh, there's things for everybody in all these shows. So if people give them a chance, I think they'll like it. But again, I think you're going to have to be a diehard, you know, superhero kind of person to really, um, stick with it through everything here. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm not sure if we're, we're going to get bigger things that aren't Marvel and DC. So I kind of like these little guys that we're picking up you know, a few episodes here and there. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested. Um, I, I want to finish the boys where I left off. It was kind of a, a rough episode. Uh, I'll say not, not because it was rough. To, like, it's like, Oh, this is boring. It was more like something that happened. Oh, in no. it, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a lot of, uh, yeah, that one is emotionally taxing yeah. for sure. Um, and you know, I, I saw the trailer for Jupiter Legacy uh, that Netflix had, and I go, oh, you know, that that's really cool. The Nevers, um, I am going to finish. I was actually, um, I'm liking that show so much that I ended up having to stop watch it because I wanted to binge it, um, just <laughs> be able to watch an episode after an episode and uh, not not wait on that because I didn't know anyone else was watching it until you started talking about it. I was like, oh, this would have been fun to watch, you know, and then talk about yeah, uh, that definitely on a weekly a good, basis. Like- yeah, because the Nevers uh, is a really good show on HBO. Uh, if you guys have it's HBO, um, watch it. You're, you'll like it. The um, it's a little confusing that first episode until like you know a couple things kind of happen in it that you go, oh, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then everything's clicking and you're going, oh, this is this is cool and um, yeah, and then episode two and oh, just yeah, it's great. It's one of those shows where they don't pander down to the mindless watcher. Yeah. Uh, you definitely got to be paying attention to see what's going on and uh, to, to really follow. So 
It's yeah. nice. It's a, a smartwatch almost, you know. Where you gotta you you've got to be paying attention to really pick up on all the little things happening, because you'll be real lost in the end when you're putting the pieces together. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But yeah. All I- in all, I'm excited to see where these superheroes and powered stuff is going. Um, but I, it definitely makes me fear for the larger companies. I don't think Marvel's going anywhere. Disney's put so much money into this yeah. and it's making them so much. Now, now but, the question really comes into play is, you know, with the DC franchise, I mean, they have some really, really good, um, characters and stuff like that in there. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think, I think we agree on this is, um, their animated movies are amazing. But their yes. live action stuff uh, is not there. It just can't mm-hmm. seem to hit a mark, and I, I mean, I just it's it's just not it's not. If if somebody said, "What would you rather watch?" You know, all of the all the DC movies or like three movies from Marvel, I'd be like, "Give me the three <laughs> movies from Marvel." <laughs> like, well, which ones? But, okay. I go. It doesn't matter. Just <laughs> I'll watch any of them. <laughs> For an overall uh, brand and and all the stories going comics, games, shows, this is going to cause uh, I feel a little um a little tension division, in the crowd. But uh, Marvel or DC? I know your answer already. Or at least I knew it before. So so if if see this is where I have to quantify this question because before it's not, you, you're only getting one or the other. Yeah, it's just which one do you prefer? So. So in overall, overall like if you're like, here's everything, right? Everything. I would probably go DC still, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the comics and the uh, the um, the animated movies and stuff like that. I I, mm-hmm. I like some of the characters resonate with me a little bit more. I know more of the characters in DC than I do in Marvel. Although mm-hmm. that would be one reason to say if. If Tyler, you had to pick one or the other, I might say, "Well, I'll go with Marvel because at least with the comics, I don't know a lot about the backstory on those stuff. So that'd all be new and fresh to me." Yeah, exactly. Um, I had this debate with a coworker: Marvel versus DC. He's DC all the way. He loves watching the Marvel movies. He's all about Marvel, but he's hardcore DC fanatic. Mm-hmm. And I'm the other way. I'm I'm much more of a Marvel person. And he said something that made me go. Oh, I get why there are people who go, yeah, no, Marvel's Marvel, theirs, and there are people who go, DC's theirs. And it's relatability and seeing yourself in the story versus looking up to a pinnacle of being or a idea and a, a ideal, uh, high fantasy almost of yeah. what the, things could the, be. the pinnacle of, of what um yeah. what humanity in general could be right marvel is very much in that realm of marvel marvel i think you feel more i keep going back to x-men because it's just so ingrained in you know it was minorities of any kind race yeah. sexuality all that that's that's who they were you could put yourself as a person of one of those categories in the shoes of one of the X-Men 
and your life wouldn't be that much different except for now you got power. So there's the relatability. Whereas then you have Superman. You've got this God. Let's just be yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but like the epitome of good and and power and faith, you know, like mm-hmm. hope. And there's people who want just to fall into that and just embrace the the epitome, the the the, the pinnacle of the idea. Versus living down here with the outcome of people going, oh, you're different. You're getting away from that. It's an escapism for, with DC, whereas it's camaraderie with the character for Marvel. And I was like, holy shit. That is how I feel. Because with DC, it's always like, I don't identify with any of these people. I don't feel a connection there. Do I like them? Yeah, they're great. They're super strong. They're awesome. They do all this cool stuff. But could I? No. But I see myself in some of the characters in Marvel. I I want to be in that world because it's closer to ours. Yeah, and see, people want to get away from ours. And see, I I felt I felt the opposite there. Um, you know, mine was with DC. I I um I empathized. I um, related more with the DC characters. Um, now a lot of that had to do with my exposure more with the DC franchise than with Marvel when I was growing up, you know, for example, Mm -hmm. like Batman, the animated series. Um, you know, I was a huge, huge, um, X-Men fan. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was buying comics in, you know, fourth, fifth grade and stuff like that on my way home from school and stuff. I'd stop into the grocery store and pick up the newest X-Men comic that week. But, um, you know, when it really came down to it and I'm, you know, Batman, the animated series and, and you know, Batman beyond and, and some of the other ones uh, that came out, um, you know, I, I, I saw, saw some characteristics at the time that I was growing up of a Batman and Bruce Wayne in myself, not, not the preppy rich kid, but you know, of a, um, you know, maybe something that happened, you know, in, in someone's life or something like that, where you can kind of empathize with them a little bit more, mm-hmm. even with some of the villains. I mean, my gosh, like there are the villains, in my opinion, in the DC universe um, are more psyche driven, um, like more realistic, they're right? They are definitely more villainous for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and in some instances, in some of the storylines, um, you know, you see how, how they're made and you know in, in some mm-hmm. instances they're they're ordinary people that at, at some point just um they were pushed too far mm-hmm. uh by something or someone um and it and it turned them it 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 broke it broke them and then they were yeah. like well screw that then like if if i can't win against the system you know if i can't if the system isn't being isn't playing fair by its rules that it sets down then why should i i care and you know so some of the stuff as i'm growing up and I'm seeing some stuff, you know, within, you know, jobs that I would mad or, you know, in general, mm-hmm. I'm going, oh, I can totally relate to this person being like, you know, screw it. <laughs> like, I'm going to be a bad guy then. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting. And like I said, I mean, as it stands right now, um, I love the Marvel movies uh, oh, way wow. more than the DCs. Um, you know, but if it came down to like the animated stuff, don't get me wrong. I've watched quite a bit of the Marvel animated stuff. Actually, the the newest one out, that's out uh, that came out last week, which I have not gotten to see, which is um, an alternate timeline um, where Flash 
ends up um, ends up going back in time and meeting an alternate reality with Wonder Woman, the original Flash, um, and a couple of the other characters during World War. I want to say World War One. Um, kind of back to like to the JSA back before, like the Silver Age, if you will. Yeah, but it was called something else, like social. Oh shoot! What is it now? The, um, is it not the Justice Society of America? Yes, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I was like, oh, you know, like this is cool, and I want to see this because the, the storyline seemed cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now, I, I think I think Marvel's killing it with their, and, and and it really has to do with this, and each movie stands on its own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but together, they are a continuing storyline. Absolutely. And, and DC does not have that continuity. They're, they're too it, it, broken up. It feels a lot like the comics where you can read an entire series of a, a name in, in the comics and get one story. But once you start bringing in a little bit of this one and a little bit of that one, you realize you're now what, reading Avengers vs. X-Men. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so getting back, yeah, to, they, getting back to your original question, you know, are, are we... Are we getting saturated with it? Is the, you know, the genre, you know, man, I, I think, I think right now, like we're still on that rise, um, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest with you and, and do you, is, will there be that peak? Um, undoubtedly, you know, reg- regrettably, I have to say yes. Yeah. Uh, Cause like on all things uh, that, that Hollywood kind of does, um, you know, in, in genre type movies, you know, they hit a, mm-hmm. they hit that peak. And then they, they, they go to something else for a long time, and then they do the same thing there. Um, yep. you know, but, but maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe Marvel can, can really make the stuff um, you know, great. I'm sure with the amount of money and, and the people behind it in Disney. Yeah. I mean, how, how many Toy Stories have come out that were all great movies? And, and I'm looking forward to the, to the newest Batman movie. Um, even uh, even with the uh, <sighs> the choice of their, as, their Batman as long character, as I don't have to, <laughs> as long as I don't have to see Martha die again. Oh, okay. like, I, 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 pearls, I will say, my wife. Every time we watch a DC movie, my wife goes, "Do we have to see the pearls again?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like at this point, doesn't doesn't everybody know? <laughs> like, but, uh, same goes for for Spider Man. How many times can we watch uh, Uncle Ben die? Yeah, I mean, in the, in the same franchise. You know, Spider Man one, two, and three with Tobey Maguire. Well, yeah, but we didn't we didn't see it, it in this uh, with um, the newest Spider Man movies. We have not seen that scene. I guess that's. I mean, it's still talked about. Yeah, but not but but, it, but it's kind of like it's like a single conversation piece. It's not a yeah, um, not an in depth scene or whatever. It's true. Um, and I mean, I, and I will. We'll, I, we'll uh, see what happens after after this because now Tony's gone. So. Yeah, I mean, he was like a father figure to him, and, and I'll um, I'll even say, you know, even in the newest um, DC movies, you know, Batman versus Superman, um, it wasn't a long drawn out scene; it was just a quick little snippet, uh, too. So, um, and then it became like a pivotal. Yeah, with the when they were carrying point. the the casket and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, well, we'll we'll see on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, hey, um, as, yeah, this is a great conversation piece. Something maybe to to talk about uh, towards the end of the year as well with with the rest of the movies and shows uh, coming Very back true. in for their next seasons and you know Marvel's next movies as well as even 
like I mentioned, the uh, the upcoming Batman movie. Um, oh yeah, you know we could we could bring this back around and talk a little bit more about it, which uh, for sure would be awesome. Um, let's get into our picks of the week. Um, I got uh, I got kind of two. Um, I got a real quick one. Okay, yeah, hit me with it. Sleep. Sleep, sleep. is my pick of the week. Sleep is your. Pick I'm going to try week. to uh, really binge sleep this week. <laughs> try to get my eight hours. Um, at least, at least a couple days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I really haven't been able to uh, to get into much between work and my toddler, so <laughs> sleep is my goal. Well, uh, I'm sure there's plenty of listeners who need sleep as well. Yeah. Sleep in water. Drink your water. <laughs> Well, I, I got two. Um, the first one is the fourth season of Castlevania. So if you've been watching the Castlevania series on Netflix, uh, the fourth season dropped. Uh, I watched it all in a weekend, and it, it is fantastic. I love it. I love the art style in it. I love the story that, that, that goes along with it. Um, if you haven't watched the Castlevania series, um, you know, and Richard, I'm talking to you. I know that you've already seen a couple of the seasons. you got to get on the rest of this, but... Uh, it's it's a Perfect. it's a great show. Um, the second one, which just uh, premiered on Friday, um, it's Army of the Dead. Um, this is a, a Zack Snyder film. I you know kind of in the realms of the uh, um, the superhero movies that we've been talking about. Uh, this was his mm-hmm. latest thing. It's got uh, Dave Bautista in it. Um, and, you know, there's there's a lot of other actors and actresses in it, but. Uh, the two that for me were were awesome were Dave Bautista and uh, Tig uh, Natoro. I think I'm. Yeah. I'm. Am I, did I say her last name right? I think so. Okay. She she's in Star Trek Discovery as well. Oh, she's really? a, she's an engineer. Yes. That's one of the reasons why I said you know you should keep watching Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, she ends up coming into the show. I like Tig. And um, she's a hilarious. She movie. is hilarious, and I love her in this movie like i love her in in, in star trek discovery because like her humor is just like yeah. that like uh gives gives no you know it takes no like i'm, I'm just saying it and you know it's, it's kind of somewhat dry mm-hmm. but it but it's it's the timing man of some of her stuff um there's a scene in this uh, that I don't even want to ruin because the way through okay yeah i'm not i'm not this even podcast interrupted us watching yeah so. i don't want to don't interrupt it but um, like some of her lines in this movie are just like spot on. Like she's her, been phenomenal yeah. so far. Um, okay, so you've you've seen you've seen her already in the film, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, We're about okay. A third of the way through. Yeah, yeah. Like that first meeting, and she's oh, just like phenomenal. I was like, I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm I'm not sure if you're aware. My wife told me about this. Uh, she read an article where they said uh, Dave Bautista said he unfortunately didn't get to meet her. She was a late addition to the cast. Oh, really? All of her scenes are reshoots. Oh, oh really? She only shot with one other actor from the film. Um, they had another actor um, who had some uh, PR problems mm-hmm. um, who was in that role. And so they cut him from the film entirely, brought her in late, shot all her scenes, and green screened her into the movie. That's incredible because uh, I could not tell that just oh, yeah, be- no, just because of the re- the play between her and the other actors in the yeah. in the film. There there was one thing that I thought was kind of weird um, when they first introduced the character. 
one of the characters refers to them as a he. Mm. And I only caught it because uh, we had subtitles on. And the other refers to them as a she. Interesting. And lips didn't quite match up. So I don't think they changed the character too much. They just pretty much swapped out the actor. Oh, there's uh, there's one more person I wanted to, to mention. Um, oh gosh, how do you um, Hiroki uh, Sanada? Um, who, oh, the the casino owner. Yes, who was recently yeah. played uh, Scorpion in uh, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat and stuff. Um, who was also in like a whole bunch of other movies that he's just oh, fantastic yeah. and everything he's in. But um, okay, so you haven't finished the movie. So I won't, I won't bring up a topic then. Um, okay. Save it for next week. Save it for we'll save it for the for the next show. Yeah, um, that'll that'll be our um, you know <laughs> um, referencing last last uh, show and stuff. Yeah, there we go. Because there's something uh, there's something that I want to ta- to ask you to see if one if you picked up on, um, and I will even say this after seeing some stuff online, I'm going to go back and rewatch this movie to try to even pick up some more things. All right. So, all righty. Well, um, I think I think that does it. I think it does it for the show. Well, I'm sure we could talk for another hour or two oh, about superhero shows. No doubt, no doubt. But uh, uh, these will be shows that we will culminate at another time. Awesome. Well, hey, um, for for me for Ryan, uh, this has been episode four of I Do Geek. I hope that you guys are enjoying this. If you guys have some topics that you'd like for us to discuss or, you know, some general questions and everything, feel free to write in at the geeks in uh, geeks is plural. there. the geeks in at gmail.com. Uh, we'll take a look at them. Uh, feel free to leave us a review on any podcasting site that you are listening this on. We'd, we'd surely appreciate this to slowly push us up in the, the ratings there. Uh, Cause uh, you put geek in the title, and uh, you know you see a lot of other geek shows. Uh, but we are the real geeks here. <laughs> uh, awesome guys! Uh, you guys have a wonderful day, night, evening, weekend, wherever you're at, whenever you're listening to this, and we'll see you next time. Good one. <laughs>